What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You guys can follow the channel right off the top at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform that we're on. But with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. And first up, the Chicago Bears have officially changed their primary logo from the C, which is on this hat, to the bear. Now, this has been something, if you guys have known, if you guys kind of look at most of the hats that I wear, they have the bear on it. The bear is such an iconic logo, especially to Chicago Bears fans, but I do think widely everybody looks at the C, and I know there's some, some you know, long-term Chicago Bears fans that aren't going to like this change. I'm not here to say which one's better than the other. Yeah, I I like the I prefer the bear. I think the bear is just, it makes more sense. Now, the bear's officially changing their primary logo to the bear and changing the C to the secondary logo has now raised some questions on, are we going to see a Bears helmet now with the Chicago Bear on the side instead of the C? Let me know what you guys think on that. Do you think that the Bears, at least on an alternate helmet or something, should move to that Bear being on the side of the helmet instead of the C? Or is it changing too much tradition to go from the C to the Bear on the actual helmets for the Chicago Bears? Let me know what you guys think on all that down below. I had to get that off real quick. But we also have details now. Matt Eberflus does say, did say that Justin Fields and the starters will play in the preseason opener. Um, direct quote from Matt Eberflus says, they will play here and there. Now, it looks like they're still trying to decide between how many plays that the players are going to play. Looks like some are going to play between 7 and 10. Others may play between 12 and 15, but you're not going to see a lot of them uh, play uh, a lot of them play a lot out there, and I don't think you're going to see a lot of our primary lineups either. I do think Luke Getze is going to keep that try to uh, try to keep that under wraps as long as possible. But you do want your starters to get some reps out there, right? You do want your starters to get out there in that first preseason game, especially for the fans that are going to be in attendance. Everybody's kind of waiting on this, so I do think that you know it, it's the best decision, absolutely, to have um, the, the the starters play. But I don't think you, we should expect, and I don't think we should want them to play too much. You don't even want to risk that chance of injury, really. And with that said, as far as injury, look like we got two, uh, not really major injuries, but two more players get dinged up yesterday in training camp. And Chase Claypool, who pulled a hamstring, seems like he never left the sideline, though. So it doesn't appear to be anything too serious. Equinomia St. Brown, as well, suffered a lower leg injury as well after catching catching a pass. Uh, and he was actually seen limping to the locker room. So this is, this is exactly why you're not going to see a lot of the starters out there. Matt Eberflus doesn't want to risk any injury. And I know, you know, you have some people wondering, like, oh, Chase Claypool, how injury-prone is he? I do think when it comes to Chase Claypool, listen, Matt Eberflus has already shown, if you pull something, if you if you even are a little bit uncomfortable out there, he's going to pull you, you're going to sit. Now, I think it does say a lot that he stayed on the sideline, never went all the way to the back, whereas Equinami St. Brown did walk towards the back. And this is probably, you know, you look at EQ was probably, you know, I think fourth on that depth chart. They're going to open up more opportunities again for Tyler Scott, Velas Jones, Dante Pettis to even show something who Dante Pettis may be on that roster bubble. So maybe it's a sign, it's a chance for him to really kind of step up and, and, and maybe secure a roster spot. So we'll see. But, you know, coming out of that, though, let's get into some of the takeaways from training camp, a day 12 of training camp for the Bears. And it seems like, hey, outside of just, uh, you know, the wide receiver core taking that hit, right, and Justin Fields not not having them. It looks like Justin Fields and DJ Moore, that chemistry just continues to be what's such an important part of it. Uh, it looks like they did a two-minute drill. It began on a sack, unfortunately. Uh, but just a play later, uh, Justin Fields throws to DJ Moore, uh, who got that, uh, for that first down. So, again, DJ Moore, Justin Fields, the chemistry is there. I don't think 
you know, I, I'm probably going to stop giving updates on it until we actually see it. The, the chemistry between DJ Moore, Justin Fields, it's there. It's legit. It's solid. Let's see how they build upon it in regular games once those start. But it's, it's good to hear that as well. Let's also, looks like uh, Dardell Moody wants to make sure that you guys don't forget about him. He had a nasty uh, move on, uh, on Kyler Gordon and scores a touchdown and a flag on the same play. Darnell Mooney's healthy. Uh, he's going to be a threat, especially in that vertical passing game as well. Uh, Greg Braggs Jr. also tweeted this beautiful play. Justin Fields to Darnell Mooney on a deep crossing route as Justin Fields rolled out to his left and made a dime ball throw. Mooney with another great catch with a defender on his back. So it's good to hear that Darnell Mooney is also really starting to show up and show out some uh, because I think that that is, you know, it's, 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 it's what we need to see. We need to see Darnell Mooney be successful for this team to be as successful as we hope they can be. You want all your wide receivers rocking and rolling uh, in full gear. And so it really does seem like that's shaping up to be uh, some positive signs as well. And I don't want to overlook the offensive line as well. It looks like Darnell Wright had probably his best practice in a while. Um, them saying that, you know, he uh, has not, he did not lose a single rep in team drills. That comes from the Chicago Football Connection. Um, so, you know, you want to know there are some concerns on the interior uh, offensive line, it seems like, as well. Uh, it seems like uh, J. Tyree Carter, there's a little bit of signs there um, while Lucas Patrick has been sidelined. So, Maybe some concern uh, there with him. Uh, but, you know, we'll end up seeing. You know, we'll see. Hopefully with, with Tevin Jenkins uh, uh, and, and Nate Davis in there, once they come back, it, we won't even worry about it. But it does seem like, you know, with Nate Davis' sideline, we aren't getting the best continuity. And J. Tyree Carter didn't really, you know, didn't really look too good. Looks like the rookies are continuing to stand out. Already talked about Darnell Wright, him standing out. Javon Dexter is getting to the quarterback, right? Continuing to grow in that area is Javon Dexter, um, and so that that's all good things. It seems like Javon Dexter uh, blew up his guy in the offensive line, defensive line drills a couple of times, so maybe that get-off that we've heard, you know, be a little bit of concern there for him is starting to round out a little bit. I think Javon Dexter is going to be. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Pretty big part of this Chicago Bears success uh, this upcoming season. And it looks like also Micah Baskerville from LSU had probably his best training camp game so far. Um, he snagged two interceptions during team drills uh, yesterday. And so, hey, some, a player that we haven't really heard much about at all. We're starting to hear some things about. Overall, it's been the positive vibes with training camp continue. Uh, we are heading towards the practice against the Indianapolis Colts. Um, we have our first preseason game on Saturday, which is going to be fun. Uh, Noah Sewell is looking good as well in that linebacker. Uh, Chris Emma said that he's looked really good 
and everything's kind of just shaking out where a lot of players are really showing up big. Tristan Ebner, we even got a big day from Tristan Ebner yesterday where it looks like he got a 70-yard touchdown run uh, for the second-team offense against the second-team defense. So, you know, there as well. So, overall, here's the thing. I think that as we head towards this first preseason game, the expectations around the bull are palpable, right? We all feel it. We all feel that there's something different with this team. Them signing Yannick and got keep saying Yannick, Yannick and Gakwe as well, uh, really kind of up that ante. And we're, it's time to really start seeing how these things are coming together. We've heard about the wide receiver core. We've heard about the improvement of Justin Fields. Getting to see that with pads on, even in a preseason game, is the next logical step. We're going to be there. We're going to be seeing it. All the uh, concerns with the offensive line, we'll see. You know, while that offensive line, they have made improvements, we really have not gotten to see the, the, the projected starting offensive line have very much of training camp together at all since Nate Davis has been out primarily for the full intent of it. Tevin Jenkins has been out for a while as well. We have not really gotten the seed. So while we're hearing some concerns with pressure, sack on the quarterbacks, let's also keep in mind that we have not really seen the full offensive line really get that number of reps that we hope to get out of it. So, you know, we'll see. So, uh, you know, absences from uh, training camp yesterday, new absences, Travis Homer uh, missed, Terrell Lewis missed as well. Um, so, you know, just it is what it is. Like, it is what it is. I think overall, we know that Matt Eberflus wants that continuity. And that is why the injuries, while he says nobody's really at risk to not play week one, I do think that that's why you heard him talk about the continuity and that being one of his concerns because you want to get those rep in, those reps in with the players as you expect to be starting, playing, and even trying to really still f- trying to figure out those lineups and those matches. We know that late into training camp last season, Matt Eberflus was still. Uh, uh, toying with some multiple lineups now it was a much worse offensive line we hope last season than what we're going to have this season but he really does you know um, look at different lineups different combinations to see what is getting him the best fit that he would like the best results that he would like as well so you know that that that's something make sure you guys keep that in this first preseason game let's try not to ride out too much on it it's going to be fun to see but you know we'll see we'll see overall uh, what it turns out to I think that this first preseason game is going to, to show us some of the individual improvements that players have made, right? Specifically, Justin Fields, get a good, a, a good look at Khalil Herbert sometimes, you know, for a few snaps. But it's not going to be the full, well-old machine that we want to see in this coaching staff expects us to see together. So, you know, that's something to look out for as well. Um, but we got so many storylines coming into it. Like, there's kind of things to look at for in this first preseason game for me. First up, we're going to be looking at um, – who, who, who does start? Who gets to start? How many starters play out there? What what does that starting, especially offensive line, look like? Do Are all our wide receivers healthy, right? Are we going to get a chance to look at Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, DJ Moore? Will they not be them all in lineups together, but how, 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 how do they look individually? The rookie in Tyler Scott, I want to see what he looks like. Improvements from Velius Jones as well. How does Vel, how has Velus improved if he gets some of those reps and opportunities in the wide receiver? If they come, they're going to come through preseason before we get to the regular season to see how he does in that. Does Dante Pettis make this roster, right? Then, of course, in the running back group, how much do we see Roshan Johnson, right? I do think that this Bears team is going to be kind of protective over his development, but considering it's preseason, Dante Foreman, Khalil Herbert, Roshan Johnson, Travis Homer's still on the bubble to make the team as well, right? Even though we just signed him. Uh, Tristan Ebner, good to hear that he had a breakout because he's probably another player that's on that roster bubble. That first wave of cuts that we're going to get from that offensive side of the ball as well is going to tell us a lot about how they're evaluating players on that offensive line. 
Robert Tanya and Cole Komet, we're still looking at what improvements Cole Komet has made since last season. So, again, not expecting all of these things to happen in the first preseason games, but some of them. As far as that defensive side of the ball, how does that in- that pressure from the interior defensive line look, right? How do Javon Dexter, Zach Pickens, Andrew Billings, Justin Jones, how do those guys really look bringing that pressure from the interior defensive line? And then we got questions out on the edge. Yannick Ngakwe, Demarcus Walker, we kind of expect to be those starters, right? But the depth pieces, Dominique Robinson, uh, uh, Travis Gibson being, uh, you know, in a contract year, Torero Lewis, right? Who really stands out amongst that group? Because whoever doesn't is probably on the precipice to start getting cut, right? And then, of course, the, the cornerback battle, Tyreek Stevenson, Terrell Smith, right? Looking at those guys, right? Who's going to end up getting that starting on the opposite side of Jalen Johnson, right? A player like Kendall Vador on the bubble. He's on his way out. Thank God you guys know I'm happy about that one. But just seeing how all these battles, these things take shape, that's kind of all the storylines we're looking for in the first preseason game. Let me know one of the things that you are looking for to the most in the Bears' first preseason game going down Saturday. We got one more episode before then, but that's going to be the mailbag episode. So get your thoughts in, and I'll tell you guys how to do that in a second. You guys can follow the show at Shy Bears Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Central at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears-related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on. Go Bears. No, it's corny. Shot town up. Bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all.